0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See?
0: Great. It's I- awesome.
1: The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles.
0: Okay, can I Oh, see- yeah, and
1: my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm
0: really glad it does all
1: that, but I only need to see your member ID card.
0: Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org app. You are Locked on Titans, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Titans, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome in to another edition of Locked on Titans, I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you?
0: I'm great. How you doing?
1: Doing good. Tonight, we are brought to you by MyBookie. At the game, just got a feeling, no problem. You can bet from anywhere, anytime with an all new MyBookie mobile betting platform. With the MyBookie mobile betting platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at home betting when you're on the go. Try it out today, you'll never miss another bet. Again, that's mybookie.ag. Check them out. Really cool site. Uh, and again, we're still running the promotion with pro football focus. Uh, if you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, leave your Twitter handle in the, um, in the review, you'll be entered to win a year long subscription to PFF. Um, Terry and I have been digging around in it today. There's so much good stuff in there. Uh, matchups wise, uh, like what we talked about before fantasy stuff. If if you're doing daily, if you're doing even season long, a ton of good stuff in there for that. And then, um, Draft and all that kind of stuff. So, again, write a review, Locked on Titans on iTunes. Leave your Twitter handle in the review for the chance to win that. Um, all right, so the Titans were back on the practice field today for the first time since the winner over the Colts on Monday night. Uh, things of note, Marcus Marietta was a full participant in practice today, so that is um, important because last week he uh, he never was a full participant. He was limited all week. Um, so good to see. I don't know. I don't really know what that means as far as if he's healthier Uh, than he was on Monday night. I would assume we'll see something similar in this game to what we saw on Monday. But it's at least good that he was listed as a full participant.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, you don't know how much he's going to move around. Uh, and You probably don't want him to move around uh, with the bye week coming up. So uh, bye week will give him a chance to get fully healthy. Um, But just probably a similar game plan, I I would think, uh, to, to what we saw versus the Colts. Uh, you know, and, and really, you shouldn't have to have Marcus Meyer to do a ton to beat the Browns, uh, let's be honest. So, um, hopefully, it, it's it's a Derrick Henry show, uh, more than anything, um, and you can get out of there with, with eight healthy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then, you, you, like you said, he gets the two weeks to rest up, and then he'll be hopefully back to a full go. Um, because, again, I mean, it was good to see him be able to you know play a whole game in the pocket and all that stuff and i I think that probably will boost his confidence a little bit going forward again not that he couldn't throw from the pocket but to know that he that he can do it without without running um but you know just when he has that ability to get to the edge it just it it brings so much more that the offense can do it's always one of the defenses to think about so hopefully he'll be able to get through this one without any any major setback and, and be ready to go fully healthy after the bye uh, we talked about last night that, that Cyprian and Corey Davis are out for this game. Uh, I would expect them both to be back after the bye. Uh, Derek Morgan and DeMarco Murray both missed practice today. Uh, Morgan's dealing with the abdominal issue that caused him to miss the end of the game against the Colts. Uh, Murray's still with the hamstring that has bothered him really since back in training camp. But, you know, we've seen for the most part that even with, with it bothering him, he's still – He still had a pretty big role in these games, and uh, I would expect to see him at least limited in practice, if not on Thursday, on Friday, and I would expect him to play. But I do think that you're going to continue to see them give Derrick Henry more carries.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Really, the the injury of note here is Derrick Morgan. Uh, Just simply because of what you got behind him, they kind of seem to play Walden. On passing downs, uh, so he's not exactly a guy that you have in there to kind of set the edge. Uh, that, in theory, would be Kevin Dodd um, behind Derek Morgan, but I don't think he's been active all year. Um, I, I think I'm right on that. But anyways, Kevin Dodd just haven't hasn't showed us anything, and I know he's been hurt. Uh, he dealt with that foot injury all year, but at the same time, he was healthy all preseason, uh, and he was in their plan with the with the guys that were among the first cuts so it's interesting in that you might have to give a lot of responsibility to a guy who hadn't even been active uh and, and you know this is kind of still why he's on the team because he's a i think he's 275 he, he can actually set the edge in the run and, and that's all he is he's not really a pass rusher uh, but Something to follow is the status of Derek Morgan and just considering the follow-up potentially with Kevin Dodd out there.
1: But you saw, right, what Mike Malarkey said today about what they'll expect of Kevin Dodd uh, if Morgan's not able to go, expecting to be, quote, a force on the corner. That's what he expects
0: yeah. Kevin Dodd. Uh, how, how, how do you feel about that? I, I don't. It, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> if you're relying on Kevin Dodd to do anything for you, I, I just – Man, I, I'm not trying to harp on the guy, but his preseason tape was, was really bad. So um, I've kind of questioned why he's still on the team. I guess this is it. Uh, it'll be kind of that that run support guy on the edge. But um, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll get a chance to prove me wrong.
1: Yeah, I think the reason he's still on the team is because he was, you know, the 33rd over pick, 33rd overall pick. Uh, two years ago, <laughs> I think that that has has earned him another year um, you know and the, the injury problems that he had last year and so we, we were hoping you know preseason this year you would see him make that jump and you know say, okay, well, year one was a waste, but that was because of the injuries, but he just it hadn't been there um, from he looked slow in preseason. Like you said, I, I think maybe he was active for one game. But if so, he was a non-factor. Right. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, like, it, it's it's bad. And that's, you know, the thing that that's probably going to be when we get to the point where we're talking about the draft. And hopefully that's not until, you know, late January, early, early February that we're starting to focus on that. But, I mean, that's going to be the biggest position that we point to that they're going to need because the, the Aragpo and Morgan are not getting any younger and they don't have anything behind them at this point. I mean, Eric Walden has been good, but he's, I mean, similar age. So, I mean, you, you need – they're going to have to get some talent there. Um, so that will be something to look at when when that comes around. Um, so looking at the matchup with the Browns, uh, as we kind of speculated last night, uh, Deshaun Kaiser will start for the Browns in this game. Um, uh, Hogan apparently got hurt in the game on Sunday, so they're going back to Kaiser. Uh, but they said that, that Hogan will be inactive. Kessler will be the backup. But I I don't really know that that changes much from a preparation standpoint for the Titans.
0: No, not at all. And, you know, they're kind of similar. Um, Hogan ran around a lot, uh, but he was just bad last week through three picks. So uh, Kaiser has thrown nine picks on the year. He's been pretty pretty spectacularly awful to this point. So, um, again, you know, you're you're kind of getting the same guy with... a, kind of a cheaper version of Deshaun Watson, if you will. Uh but but a guy that's 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 really struggling. So uh linebackers have to be on their toes, uh kind of keeping him in the pocket. Uh but you know, really, who is he throwing to? Uh this Browns team is just so—I I, don't—they just don't have anybody. I, they've got zero playmakers on this team. Is, you know, I, I asked you—is there anybody on the Browns that scare you? And, and we kind of talked about Duke, Duke Johnson and maybe David and Joku, but—but that's it.
1: Yeah, definitely not anybody on the outside. I mean, you know, we talked about Kenny Brett last night, but um, you know, when, when you're talking about guys like Ricardo Lewis, um, you, you know, it's just not—you know Rashad Higgins was a, was a thing a couple of weeks ago. Um, after they called him up, off the practice squad. But, yeah, I mean, there's nothing on the outside that, that, that scares you. And so from that standpoint, you would you, you have to feel good about the Titans' chances in this game, and hopefully it can be a spot where the defense comes out and looks good. I mean, they look good against the Dolphins, who you know have more talent, at least at the skill positions, than, than the Browns do. So hopefully you can see uh, something similar, if the Titans can get up against a quarterback that is a little bit less talented. Some of the guys they've played, hopefully they can they can limit that, and, and, I, and I think we'll see that. Uh, before we go any further, if you want to get some action on this game, I think the Titans are still holding it about a five-and-a-half-point favorite um, in, in this matchup with the Browns. You can hit that on mybookie.ag. And, again, the best thing about them is, is their mobile platform. You don't have to download an app. You just go to their site. You can get uh, all, all, the, all the stuff you want to get. Um, get it in there, and uh, like I said, without the an app, just check that out. You can bet before the game, bet during the game, uh, all kinds of all, all kinds of cool stuff there. So check that out again. It's mybookie.ag. Um, from a, from the Titans' offense a matchup perspective, uh, the Browns have have struggled against tight ends for a, for a long time now. So this could be a, a game where we finally see Delaney Walker have one of his big games. I think defenses have been doing a pretty good job of taking him away so far and and Mariota has has generally been content to take what's there and, and not necessarily try to force something to a guy like Donnie Walker if he's double covered, but it, it could be another spot where we see you know John Smith have a have a couple of big plays that they they've you know not been afraid to use him in certain situations so far this year, and just with the, with how bad the Browns have been against tight ends, this could be a spot where you see you know fairly big big games for both guys yeah
0: that's kind of where I'm looking to. Uh... You know, Christian Kirksey, uh, Joe Shobert, nobody's scaring you in this linebacking core. Uh, nobody's going to be able to cover uh, either one of the tight ends, really. And then you've got, you know, Jabril Peppers uh, taking some lumps as a rookie in the as a safety. So uh, I think Delaney Walker and Johnny Smith are in for big games. Uh, and, and then you look at, at the cornerback position. We, we talked about Jason McCordy a little last night. He's actually been shadowing guys pretty – Pretty well, uh, it would seem like he would probably be best to shadow Rashard Matthews if if needed. Uh, he's only shadowed two games. so. Uh, but McCourty's just playing lights out this year. Uh, if, like we said last night, we don't know where this guy was <laughs> uh, last year or the year before that. But um, uh, on the other side, Jamar Taylor, not very good this year. Actually, one of the league's worst per PFF. So... That's a guy that the Titans can attack. Maybe, maybe even with Decker. Maybe with Taiwan Taylor down the field.
1: Yeah, and jumping back to McCourty for just a sec. I mean, you were reading stats to me before we started that he, at least like two of the last three weeks, I guess he shadowed AJ Green yeah, and two uh, just, for Green. yeah, two catches for AJ Green. He shadows Hopkins mm-hmm. and, and like
0: Shots
1: when him down. when yeah, and when McCourty with the Titans, Hopkins had you know over, he averaged over 100 yards a game. So I don't I'm not sure what's gotten into McCordy, but I would dare say that if John Robinson knew this guy was going to pop up, he might he might not have been so quick to cut him uh, last off season. But I mean, you know, who knew that, that that he would he would play so well this year? Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think that's going to be what you look at is they'll they'll look to target the guy that's opposite McCordy, um, and you know, we talked a little bit about Eric Decker over the last couple of episodes and how you know the rhythm started to be there between Decker and Mariota. And, you know, I really do – I think Decker is, is going to be an important piece of this offense going forward. Um, they brought him in for a specific purpose. It just hadn't been there yet. But you saw what he brings to the field um, in the game on Monday night. He's just a good possession receiver, knows where he's on the field, um, he always gets to the marker and all that stuff. And, and that sounds simple, but, you know, it seems like week in and week out, we see here, whether it's with the Titans or just some other game that you're watching, and they don't know where they are on the field, and they make a boneheaded play, and not getting into the sticks or whatever. Um, so valuable to have a guy like Decker for that. And then you know, another thing that'll be interesting. Um, we get caught up a lot in you know Henry versus Murray and all that stuff. Um, you know, if they're both running well, use them both. I'm fine with that. They, they, they Neither one of them seem to be guys that. You know, some, some running backs are really big rhythm guys, and it takes them a few carries that, to get in there. and, and get. Both, both of these guys have done, have done pretty well, uh, even when they've kind of gone back and forth. But I, I do think that we'll see more carries for Henry in this game, and maybe DeMarco kind of assume that third down roll, which is, which is basically what he did in the second half against the Colts, uh, mainly because of the hamstring, if nothing else.
0: And I'm not sure that's not the best option to just stick with for the rest of the year. Uh, it they seem to settle into that, and it looked pretty nice on the field on Monday night. So, uh, but you know with DeMarco, you have got the hamstring tweak, and, and you know that's just something that that has lingered with him. Uh, and, and you know he he looks different to me. He he just doesn't. He's lacking a gear, and, and I'm not sure if he's just getting older or if it's the hamstring bothering him. But you know why not give Derrick Henry all the all the carries? You know, use DeMarco sparingly, uh, even considering sitting him. I, you know, I, I mean, having two weeks to, to get that hamstring truly healed seems like it would be valuable. Uh, maybe not totally deactivate him, uh, but keep him on the sidelines and, and kind of let Henry work. Uh, it seems like the way to, that that I would attack this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about that, you know, a couple of weeks ago when, when the hamstring thing cropped up again. I guess it was in that it wasn't the Seattle game. Which game was that where he – Jacksonville?
0: Uh, Jacksonville, yeah.
1: Jacksonville, where like in the second half, I mean, he was over with that, without his helmet on. So you could just tell that he wasn't really planning on coming back in the game and it because of the leg. And, but then he came back and, and, you know, had one of his best games of the year, at least one of his best carries of the year in the Seattle game. But you're right. I mean, he hasn't had that – he hasn't had that burst that he had last year. And I, I think it's probably a combination of the leg and then just of, you know, the, all the care he's had in his career catching up to him. So, um, yeah, and, and we know that Henry's going to take over as the, as the guy probably next year. Um, but no reason to push DeMarco if he's not 100%. Like, with the bye coming up, it just makes some of this stuff seem like it'd be a pretty easy decision lot of these guys have a little bit extra time and come back. And then, you know, if he can come back healthy, if Corey Davis comes back healthy – Um, then maybe we can finally see, like, this offense at full strength and and start to realize some of the stuff that we were so excited about this offseason, and we just haven't been able to see it yet because it it hasn't come together. They haven't had all the pieces out there at the same time. Um, But, you know, go out, win this game. Again, it's absolutely winnable that they should win. uh, Pretty heavy favorites. Um, You know, we talked about it. Go out. We'd like to see them start fast, um, you know, and, and just kind of assert themselves as the better team, early in this game look like it from, from start to finish and then go into the bye four and three and you know feeling pretty good about your chances for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, uh one big thing before we go, uh something that that we haven't even talked about. Miles Garrett versus Taylor Taylor will won. Uh you know, that's gonna be a big matchup. Yeah. You, you talk about keeping keeping Mariota healthy. Well Miles Garrett uh, looked great in his NFL debut. Um uh, let's see his snaps were yeah 19 steps week 1 his week 1 week 5 and then uh 33 the next so they're kind of easing him into the game plan I'm not sure if he's 100% healthy yet but uh he is basically their pass rush so uh maybe you see them give Luan some help uh but it's going to be interesting to see the rookie and, and what he can do against one of the NFL's best
1: yeah absolutely and like you said I mean that's a key matchup on offense and, you know, the thing that we're the most concerned about, I think, is Mario's health and that leg at this point. So need to keep him clean. Um, and, you know, Lawan has shown the ability to shut down uh, the better rushers in the game. So hopefully we can see that again from him. So, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, it, it, as far as just real quick, the rest of the AFC South this weekend, the Texans are off the Colts and the Jaguars play in, in Indianapolis uh, the Jaguars are a three-point favorite, which we talked about before we started. A little bit surprising there, um, but you know, a, a game there that that I wouldn't be surprised if Indy won. Um, you know, you know what the Jags are going to do if, if they can line up and run down the Colts' throats this is what they're going to try to do. But um, you know, it, it, it's an interesting matchup w- between those two, and you know, can Ty Hilton have a good game? He, he traditionally plays better at home on that fast track in Indy but you got those those two outstanding cornerbacks in Jacksonville. So that'll be an inter- interesting one to watch. And then I guess, you know, from standing's perspectives, uh, it'd be better for the Titans if the Colts win that game. Uh, and then the, the Titans could emerge as, you know, at least for a week, the the sole first-place team if they can beat the Browns because they would have four wins and the Texans would still only have three, you know, being on the bye week. So uh, just kind of something to keep an eye on there.
0: Yeah, if the Jacks follow their... They're up-down, up-down pattern. Uh, they're going to be up this week. Uh, so I, I. they've got a really favorable matchup. They should be able to run the ball there. Uh, and, and they shouldn't have to rely on Blake Bortles. But as we've seen, this is the NFL, and, man, it, it is hard to predict. Uh, it just seems like what you think is a lock. It, 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 you just get upset, so, you know, like like the Dolphins last week. Beating the Falcons. So anything can happen. Um, but that is a spot, if the Jaguars are serious about contending, that's a spot that the Jaguars have to go out and win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's it, something to keep an eye on. Um, but, you know, obviously we'll be more focused on the Titans, and hopefully they can uh, go in there and take care of business. So um, I, I'm predicting a, a pretty easy win. I think the Titans can put up points. I, I think they'll score. You, 32 35 points. I'm looking for something like 35-17 Titans in this one.
0: I think they'll they'll make a sweat like they typically do. Uh, but but kind of cement it in the in the fourth quarter with Henry. Something like a like a 28-20 or, or something along those lines.
1: There you go. Well, hopefully uh hopefully they get a win. That's that's obviously the most important thing. So, um we'll be back Sunday night uh, into in money talking about this win. Hopefully, uh, talking about this game, and hopefully we'll be celebrating another win. And then we'll have we'll kind of do a, a probably a season recap, season review to this point next week, since we won't have um, a Titans game to preview and talk about. It and we'll kind of look at you know talk about that Colts Jaguars game, and then talk about you know what what the AFC South has heading into next week. Anything else, Terry? Before we head out, that's all I got. All right, yeah. So, and like we said before, from the top of the show. Please rate and review the show on iTunes, Locked on Titans. Check it out. Um, That that helps us, gives us feedback. And uh, if you leave your Twitter handle in your review, you'll be entered to win that year-long subscription to to BFF. So for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening, and we will talk to you on Sunday night.
0: Thanks for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now?